if you've created a program promise that is really appealing to your audience, those people you go talk to are some of them, maybe not all of them, but some of them are definitely going to say, hey, can you tell me when it's ready? That sounds like a really good program. Or can I get on the wait list for that? And who doesn't want to hear that about their program? Welcome to the Book Desserts podcast series. I'm your host, Carrie Dobson. I'm so excited to have you here as we explore the sweet side of author-led groups. This podcast is for you if you're already an author or you have a book in the making. And when you think about the impact that you want to have, yes, you have your book and you want to go beyond your book and you want some of that work that you're going to do out in the world to include groups. I hope you're ready for this tasty exploration of author-led groups. Let's jump into this next episode. You've written your book, you've launched it, you've marketed it, that part of it is done. And now you're sitting here thinking, what's next? How do you continue to have the impact? How do you continue to get this work out into the world so that you can really help people in your community? If you're listening to this or you're watching this episode of the Book Desserts podcast series, I know that part of that idea is potentially having your own great author-led group but where do you start? (laughs) Um, And in this episode, I'm going to cover the most important step in this process. And unfortunately, it's one that many authors skip. The step I'm talking about is determining and confirming your program promise. This is the program promise for your group. And in this episode, I'll talk a lot more about what a program promise is and kind of how do you create it? How do you confirm it? all of those pieces. But first I wanna tell you about why it's so important. There's kind of two major reasons why your program promise is so important. The first one is it's actually your program promise that helps your audience decide, is this a group I wanna take part in or not? That's what they're really looking at to say, is this something that I need or that I want in my life? The other one is it makes every other decision you have to make in designing and leading this group so much easier. And who doesn't want easier? The program promise ensures that you are supporting and helping your clients the way you envisioned that you would. It ensures that the results that you promised them happen. And by the end of it, with everybody having those experiences and everybody accomplishing what they set out to accomplish, there's going to be such a good vibe in your group, around your group, for your group. That's going to make it easier for your clients to say, yeah, I want to do this again, or yeah, I want to do the next thing. And they're also going to be telling their friends and colleagues about this great group experience with you, which just makes it easier for you to know who's in your next group. So what is a program promise? The program promise is what you promise your group members that they will accomplish and experience within the group. You want it to be really succinct. One to two sentences is usually good enough. And really, it helps you to tell people what the program is all about. It doesn't talk about how long the program is. It doesn't talk about how long you'll meet. It talks about what will they experience and what will they accomplish within the program. Your program promise impacts everything. And I'm... (laughs) I'm not exaggerating. It's going to impact what you include in your marketing content because it's what people are going to say yes to if they want to be part of your group. It's going to help you to determine what information do you need to include? What wisdom do you need to share in your group? And even more importantly, 
what do you need to leave out? What is not helping them to get to that program promise? Um, it also is going to help you figure out what activities do you need to include in the group? What experiences do you need them to have? It's going to impact how long your program needs to be in order for them to have those accomplishments and experience. And really the list goes on. Um, but the program promise really becomes the central part of every decision you make going forward. The reason why so many people <laughs> skip this step is really what I've what I've noticed is we get so excited about this idea of having a group, right? So we've written this book, we've envisioned this impact, we have decided that groups are a way that we want to kind of dive deeper with, with our audience, we want to help them more. And so we jump right into what could that experience look like? And we start thinking about, oh, I need to include that chapter, or I need to include that exercise from the book, or that question from the book, and we just go straight into design. And what we really need to do is step back and say, what is the program promise? What is it that I am confident and excited to say people will accomplish an experience in this group? That's where you want to start. And, you know, depending on how you wrote your book, you probably did something similar with your book, right? So either you went the approach of you had a book outline, you had kind of determined ahead of time what the purpose of your book was, what you were going to include, what you were not going to include, or you might have kind of just written everything out. And then as your book started coming together, and as you went through the editing process, you started to realize, okay, I need to take this part out. This doesn't make sense. This needs to go here. So it's that same idea of saying, what is the reason why I have this book? It's what is the reason why you have this group? The reason it's so hard for us to actually determine our program promise is it usually comes from such a genuine desire to help people. And I imagine just as you were writing your book, there were so many things you could have talked about, so many things you could have included. It's the same with your group program. And so it's really hard for us as experts and for people who have been doing the research or have been practicing these frameworks and tools for a long time to remember what was it like when we didn't know this. <laughs> We want to talk about every possibility. We want to talk about every um, circumstance that might happen. And so we have so much wisdom to share that it's really hard for us to say, you know what, as nice as that information is, as impactful it was for me to know that at that particular time in my work, it's not necessary for the group that I'm leading. And so it's really hard for us as the people that know all this and it comes second nature to us to remember back to that time where we weren't the expert, where we didn't have that wisdom, and to really be able to pare it down and say, what is it that someone actually needs to experience, to know, or to accomplish in order to get the results that they're looking for? Once you have your program promise, what do you do next with it? <laughs> um, and this is a really important part because you know, if you have sat down and said, okay, here's my program promise, the next step that you might want to do is start putting the pieces together and think, oh, this activity, this framework. But what you actually really want to do at this point is check in with your community. You want to confirm that you've got that program promise right. And so this community can be your past clients. If you have current ones, who do you really want in this group? Who would you love to have be part of it, especially that founding group? Those are the people that you want to connect with and say, hey, this is the program promise I'm thinking of. Give me your reactions to it. What am I missing? Is it right on? Is this something that you might be interested in? 
So you don't want to go straight from progress and promise to like designing the program. You really want to do that confirmation piece so that you're not putting in all this effort creating a program that there isn't really an interest for. So I want to share with you kind of two examples of different group programs, one of them that didn't have a program promise and kind of the experience of that and one that did. So the one that didn't, um, I was part of an intro to being an empath program that I had signed up for. And I was really excited to learn more about what being an empath was, what it impacted you know, if I was one. Um, and what ended up happening was the program itself was just so hard to follow because although it covered, you know, those kind of basic things of what an empath was and how you might figure out if you were one, it also kind of went down these rabbit holes talking about gems and crystals and then past life regressions and yoga practices. And although it was all interesting information, there was no real connection to the reason I had said yes to the program, which was to learn about empaths and potentially figure out if I was one and what that meant for me. Compare that to a program where it was very clear the program promise was determined and it was confirmed. And this program was designed to get coaches ready um, to take this new kind of framework out into the work that they were doing. And so um, it was tools that, you know, coaches that were coaching in corporate environments could use to help managers, to help their internal clients really work better in kind of a remote or hybrid situation. And so the program was set up so that the first part of the program was getting introduced to all of the tools. And there was a number of them, um, but they were all within this context of helping people work better in a hybrid or remote environment. Um, then we had time within the program to really try out the tools. And what ended up happening was based on how each of us were kind of different coaches, we were able to pick the tools that would make the biggest impact in the work that we did and start experimenting with them and exploring them. And while we were in the program, we got feedback, we got to kind of bring back like, hey, this we're struggling with this, this isn't working. So we were really able to take those tools kind of apply them and use them in our real world work and then kind of go back to the group and go back to the leader of the group and say, can you help us with this? Everything that we did was all related to how do you take this these tools to the work that you do? So as a participant, the difference between those two is quite stark because in the first one, when there isn't a program promise, you're kind of flustered and like, what's happening? And you're constantly questioning, do I need to pay attention to this? Is this relevant to me? Versus the other one, you know, even though we were given exposure to a whole bunch of tools, it was really, we were able to kind of say, and given permission to say, learn about all the tools, but then pick the ones that mean the most to you and the work that you do. And so we were really able to make it applicable. So when it comes to your book and the group that you're imagining, what is your program promise? And if you're unable to explain it in a sentence or two, I want to encourage you to just keep refining it until you can. Um, I, I don't want to give you a, you know, required language for that, you know, like this program will, but think about how would you explain it in a sentence or two to someone to see if they're interested in the program. Share that program promise with at least five people you'd love to have in your group and get them to tell you what they think about it. Get their response. Is this of interest? Is this something that they would be willing to take part in? Is this something that they'd pay for? Is this helping them with a problem that they have in their life? 
take that feedback. And if you have to refine that program promise again and go back to them, the bonus of doing this, first of all, is you don't waste any time creating a program no one wants or needs. And the second thing is, is that if you've created a program promise that is really appealing to your audience, those people you go talk to are some of them, maybe not all of them, but some of them are definitely going to say, Hey, can you tell me when it's ready? That sounds like a really good program. Or can I get on the wait list for that? And who doesn't want to hear that about their program? And that's why the program promise is the place you want to start when you're looking at your own author-led group experience. Well, authors, that concludes this episode of the Book Desserts podcast series. If you're ready to start exploring how to go beyond your book with group programs, I encourage you to visit our website at jjdak.com. That's jjdak.com. On there, you can download our Design Your Groups with Ease workbook, which has some great checklists and questions you can ask yourself when you're thinking about designing your own group. If you're more interested in having a conversation with me, your host, Carrie Dobson, you can go ahead and book a complimentary group program clarity session right there on the website. I'd love to have a conversation with you about your book and about your group that you'd like to put out into the world. Until next time, may your dreams be filled with your own book desserts. Mm-hmm.